This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, that would be the end for my life, basically. Yeah. Because although I would never offend a child, if everyone knows about it, a lot of people would not talk to me anymore. Hmm. Maybe also some close friends. And I mean, I can understand it because you don't have a, a good feeling about it. If you know, well, even the head boy was a pedophile. If ever there was a need for a disclaimer, this would be it. Today's interview on the Andrew Gold podcast delves into dark terrain in the form of a teenage pedophile, one who is also the head boy at his school. The past year, I've been in Germany researching the topic for a book after finding out about a state-sponsored therapy program called Don't Offend that doesn't report its patients to authorities, even if they have been offending. This is part of a liberal history and attitude towards minor attraction in Germany, where it's thought Madeleine McCann's abductor is from. In the past year, I've met many paedophiles, almost all of whom say they are of the non-offending variety. These include a 25-year-old woman attracted to babies, and a man who deserted his family without warning or explanation because he was afraid of his own desires for his nine-year-old daughter. Many of them, I've found, are mired in depression in the knowledge they can never have a fulfilling relationship with a consenting adult. The young man I spoke to for today's episode, Silas, is unlike any other I've met. He's young, chipper, and happy-go-lucky. He's adamant he'd never offend, but still makes use of his role as trusted head boy to get close to younger children at his school. Some of the things he says are shocking, and it's possible that a year of investigating this subject has made me a little desensitized to it. But I believe it's important to hear from him if we want to better understand the paedophilic mind and prevent further abuse of children. The world's leading expert, Dr. Michael Seto, believes 1% of the male population are exclusively paedophiles. Many doctors also believe that stigmatization of non-offenders is one of the greatest risk factors that can lead to them crossing the line. So it's time we talk about them. I feel it's important to mention that another thing I've learned in my time investigating paedophilia is that the effects of abuse on children is devastating and irreversible. I try to be open and understanding with Silas, purely because he tells me he has never and would never touch a child. And since he's so honest about everything else, I have no reason not to believe him. I hope you enjoy this podcast, even if it makes for an uncomfortable listen. Welcome to my podcast, Silas. How are you doing? Well, I'm very fine today. Um, I just finished my last exams and I'm very happy about it. So it's a nice day also here and huh. I'll enjoy this podcast. 
Oh, great. How did Corona impact on your exams? Um, well, it was quite a, a different and a huge impact because, um, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to school and I finished my grades this year. And how has it been for you um, being away from school for the last few months? How have you, how have you felt? Um, well, it's quite okay because... Um, everyone knows it i mean ah, i don't want to go to school and it's so boring huh. and, and so on um but in reality i really um i wanted to see my friends again and yeah. also i mean the, i'm i got um i'm in contact with a lot of of really children i do like in at mm -hmm. school okay um, so i really also um i miss them Mm. So, okay, is it? Am I right that you're the head boy of the school? It was yes, the last year. How did that happen? Um, I don't know. It was uh, it was um, um, a quick idea of mine. So I just um, I decided, well, why not? So I presented myself, and apparently uh, the the people liked me, so they voted for me, and yes, then I was the the head boy of the school so it happened really quickly and uh, it was it was amazing when did you start to realize that you were a pedophile um it was uh, really early because a lot of people discover it when they are around maybe um, 20 or even older so um but in my case it was very different because um i was uh, i was at a football team i was playing in a football team Mm. Um, in Spain, and I really um, I noticed that um, I started to like the boys of my team from my team, mm. um, and they. Um, How old were you? I was about maybe when it started, maybe eleven, twelve years old. Oh, mm. and that's why I said that it was at a really young age. Mm. So I started to realize well. I, um, they are very attractive to me and back then i also had an idea that something is not right at all about me um but i didn't know at all what it was so i knew well i can't say it to them because it would be kind of uh, really creepy maybe yeah well not not that creepy at all because they were my same age maybe one or two years younger so it's it's not that creepy but i mean <laughs> there's also uh this stuff where you uh, think well i don't want to be gay or um mm -hmm. i don't want them to um to know it about me yeah because what made you think at 11 years old that you because you've liked other boys who were 11 that that made you a pedophile because my presumption if that happened to me would be that I was gay I wouldn't even think about being a pedophile or something yeah I mean um the first thought I had was also that maybe I'm gay and this was the beginning of the pedophilia but I didn't realize it until a little bit more later when I was maybe 14 mm -hmm. or something like that because um then while I was uh, older um, but I still liked the boys around um, the age of 10, maybe also 8, 11. And uh, it, it did not, the age of the boys I liked did not grow with my same age. Was that concerning for you? Mm, not really at all, because it was, um, it, it, it was just the way it was. And 
Um, I kind of just accepted it. At first, I wasn't proud of, the, of it. I just imagined, well, it's gonna be difficult maybe. So I don't know. So because I didn't know how it would develop also, because maybe it's just a phase in my life. Mm. But um, yes, as soon as I got older, I really knew, well, it, uh, it, it will always be there and I need to... Uh, find a way of living with it so i yeah. just can't um just forget it because it's there it's it's interesting because so i've been speaking to a lot of pedophiles over the last year uh hoping to write a book about the subject and mm -hmm. i found that yeah i think you're quite unique um but well not necessarily unique because like you i think a lot of uh, other pedophiles are trying to find a way to live with what they have and they as uh, many are, are, are also proud uh because it's who they are and they yes. you know um and they are frustrated that they're not able to be proud of who they are which is something that i had never thought about which was very interesting for me um but i think what seems to be unique about you is that you you don't seem to have been so concerned where whereas i think a lot of people i've spoken to have been very depressed uh at least for a stage when they realized they were pedophiles uh especially the understanding that they could never have a meaningful consenting adult relationship but that doesn't seem to be too worrying for you is that right Yes, that's uh, truly right. I mean, I also had some um, issues in my life when I was maybe around 17, or one, not 17, but 16, 15, where I also thought, well, um, I mean, it's, it's everything so overwhelming and everyone around me is uh, getting a girlfriend and everyone is, is uh, having their first experience um, with, uh, with sex, for example. Mm. And I couldn't. And um, there was also such a point because there were some girls that were in love with me and they really liked me. They also tried to start a relationship with me. And I mean, I couldn't because I just um, did not feel that it's the right thing because, I mean, I'm not attracted to them. And so why should I start a relationship with them? And it was quite um, difficult also to explain. Yeah. And that's that was a point of my life where I really also was kind of a little bit depressed, but uh, not that much. So it was just uh, also a very um, short moment. Do you remember the first time that you told somebody else? It was a friend of mine and he's uh, still a very good friend to me. And I mean, we're like besties. We're really uh, good friends. Um, and I knew him because of um, us, uh, because of the same sport we did. We really had lived a lot of really good and also bad moments. So we really went through a lot of issues. And that was kind of also the main reason why I decided to um, tell him that I'm a pedophile. And it was uh, via WhatsApp because he had um, a new girlfriend, I guess. Or there's something, there was something going on. He talked about it and I just kind of had the desire to <laughs> say to him and to tell him that, well, I'm a pedophile because <laughs> um, he, he was always talking about his relationships and I could never talk about mine. That's quite an extraordinary step because it, you had never told anyone before. And the first time you decided to do it, you did it in writing. Yes.
there's there's evidence and proof and if he had reacted badly you you had to trust him a lot you know not not to send that around to everybody yes really a lot but i mean i really knew him and i also knew he was um he he's very liberal so he's not just uh, the type of guy that um is uh, constantly hating against other um groups of uh, people yeah and so i really had also the gut feeling it's gonna be a good idea and i mean i i didn't um had the guts to um to tell him in person uh because it's kind of uh, embarrassing also a little bit yeah and he he said he's going to support you i imagine yes um i mean at first he didn't believe it i said well um there's something i need to tell you i'm i'm not straight my sexual um preference is something else but it's also not the usual so it's not gay and so um he had to um to guess it and at first mm. he really guessed other things like um well also a feeling maybe being attracted to older people oh and then then also to um to to animals yeah and oh my god then um i i told him no it's it's kind of um the these people i'm attracted to are small and they're, they're also um very young and then he said kind of what the fuck a pedophile and yeah it was it, it, I mean, he did not believe it at first. And then I really told him, yes, it's the way it is. And I think it's a discussion uh, a lot of people have uh, with their friends and everything. Um, you know, how would I react if my friend told me he were a pedophile? Um, did he ask you if you had offended or anything like that? Um, no, he, he did not ask this because he did not think I'm capable to this. Okay. Is it offensive to ask somebody like you if you have offended? Mm, no, because there, there's always um, different people and um, there are good pedophiles and also bad pedophiles. So there can be always be the possibility that um, a pedophile has offended a child. And are you a good pedophile or a bad pedophile? Yes, I'm, I'm a good pedophile. So I never offended a child and I also would never because mm -hmm. it's just uh, also, it's it's very harmful for the children and, yeah. yeah is is it is it something that you've had to try very hard to resist um yes there were i mean there were also some some phases in my life so some stages where i really had more problems with um with not offending children and mm -hmm. now it's it's really it's okay so um I have a lot of contact to children, so um, maybe you think, or the normal, um, this, this straight person thinks, well, if he's got um, more contact to children, maybe there's also um, a higher risk that he could mm -hmm. um, offend a child. But um, in the case of good pedophiles, it isn't, because um, when you're really talking to children and you're playing with them, you really do have a lot of contact you you get a good feeling about the um this sexual preference because um you know well i'm doing something good for the children and it's also good for me because i am enjoying this also yeah um and that's also a huge factor why i'm constantly trying to 
um, get in touch and uh, with uh, new kids or um, yes to make um, some contact with them yeah and um, because it also helps me to um, to realize the the meaning in life mm -hmm. so then I maybe um, I'm playing with them and then at home maybe I can um, think about them again in maybe in a in a sexual way because if I'm in love with some children for example yeah um, I really enjoy being with them but I can separate the sexual um, component with the um, the childish component so you know yeah that um, yes so it's it's that. very strange it's another thing I've, I've learned from speaking to pedophiles is that there's um it's not it's not always just a sexual thing a lot of pedophiles just love being around children um and it's so it's it, there's a platonic love as well um so i guess i guess that's what's going to be hard for a lot of listeners to understand maybe uh and for me to understand as well when you talk about really really enjoying being around children I think that might make a lot of people uncomfortable, particularly when it's their own children, because they're imagining yeah. that you're getting, even if they're, you're not touching them or anything, they're imagining that you're getting some sort of sexual thrill out of speaking to the child, which may not harm the child directly, but I suppose people don't like the idea of their children uh, being looked after or hanging around with somebody who's getting a sexual thrill out of it. Yes. I mean, I, I can completely understand it also. I mean, um, if, if I'm a parent, um, if I would be a parent one day, I mean, I would also have a, a, a strange feeling about this. So if I would know, well, the person speaking right now, playing with my child is a pedophile. Um, I mean, I really would need to trust this person. Yeah. So, I mean, I know how this person also feels but I really need to know, well, he's a good pedophile, he's not a bad pedophile. And I suppose there must be some people who are on the line, and I think that's the concern, that there are people who are good pedophiles who maybe give in to their desires, or, is, or do you think that's just not possible? I mean, it can happen. It's more because of um, they're sometimes uh, mentally not that strong. They follow their um, sexual... Yeah, desires. Yes, yes, desires. Yes, it's not. It's not the um, the usual thing. So it does not happen that. Have much. you told uh, anybody in your family, or who, who have you told? Who knows about this? Um, just some friends of mine, some really close friends. And your family? Does anybody know? Um, no, because I don't want to risk anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they would react. I mean, if I would tell it to someone, it would be my mom because um, I really have a good relation with her and I also really trust her. We do laugh a lot. I just I did not um, tell it to her because I'm still living with her and I want to move out and I want to be, uh, I, w I don't want to be dependent on oh, someone. Yeah. yeah. So just huh. imagine if I tell her and she does not like it mm -hmm. or she does not really uh, uh, react how I thought, I mean, it would be uh, really uh, catastrophic. Do you think she suspects anything? Does she ever ask why you haven't had girlfriends or boyfriends or anything? No, I don't think she um, does suspect because I told her that I'm going to have child uh, children. Mm later on in my life and that the perfect moment will come 
Um, and then that I also, I'd like to have uh, three children. She never asked me about this. So um, it's just the way it is and she accepts it. I mean, the, the current situation. Mm -hmm. um, and every time I tell her that um, I'm gonna do something or I, I'm gonna play with a child or talk to, to a boy, for example, she just um, says, well, that's, that's really fine. And um, I really like how you're uh, interacting with children. Right. So how do you think people, uh, parents, for example, or the teachers at the school would react if they knew their head boy were a pedophile? Oh, they, uh, that would be um, the, the end for my life, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, um, although... Um, Although I would never um, um, offend a child, um, if everyone knows about it, um, I mean, they would. They a lot of people would not talk to me anymore. Mm. Maybe also some close friends. And I mean, I can understand it because um, you um, you don't have a good feeling about it if you know. Well, even the head boy was a, a pedophile. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm even worried about publishing this podcast because some people won't want to talk to me afterwards just because of association. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that's how strong I think the taboo is. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really strong. And it, it, it's also difficult to break the stigma because um, the media also is constantly just publishing the... Um, um, some some news mm -hmm. about pedophiles but um bad news so, so if always someone is um if a pedophile just offended and molested a child um the media is always there and the media makes it also worse so uh, uh, not every pedophile is automatically a child molester it must feel a little bit like so I, i'm jewish for example uh and mm -hmm. there have been quite a few every time i hear something like uh woody allen did something bad or harvey weinstein or a name like that it makes me think oh god everybody's gonna think that jewish people are you know rich hollywood people who who treat uh women or badly or whatever it might be mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's how a muslim person feels if they hear about a terrorist attack and they feel like hey that's not me that doesn't speak for me do you think that's the same way that you feel every time you see another newspaper report of a pedophile who has attacked someone and you think, oh God, it's going to just be worse for us now. Mm, I do not really think, well, it's going to be worse for us, but I mean, I just, um, I sometimes also read those articles and I just keep thinking, I mean, hell no what what the fuck are you doing i mean i mean why yeah it's um i mean uh, to the to the um the, the guy who molested the children right so i got i recently um posted in a forum forum for pedophiles called gemeinstadt allein together uh, rather instead of alone when the news about madeline mccann you know who she is Nope. Uh, she was a girl in England who was abducted, uh, taken away by somebody uh, 10 or 15 years ago. And recently in the news, they found that it was a German, it was an English English girl 
and a German uh, man had taken her. And that was a big news story just a couple of weeks ago. I posted in uh, this, this forum asking if anybody knew any information about this German man. And everybody in the forum was very, very offended by me asking that question and by asking if anybody knows this German pedophile. Do you know why they were offended? Mm. Um, I don't have an idea. Um, <laughs> it's, it's difficult because, I mean, I wouldn't be offended. And that's... Yeah, what they told me was because I was just interested in it, whether you would be offended and I, I notice as well that you talk about good pedophiles and bad pedophiles now in this forum it's it's also a forum for non-offenders they don't talk about good and bad pedophiles they talk about pedophiles and then pedo criminals so because mm -hmm. I said does anybody know this German pedophile you, you know they wouldn't call him a pedophile ah yes yes so you threw everyone in yeah. and kind of the same part yeah i didn't mean to but uh yeah. <laughs> they would not use the word pedophile to describe that man they would say a pedophile is somebody who is attracted to children and would never do anything to harm them and then somebody who harms them is not a pedophile but a pedo criminal mm -hmm. yes 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 um i know about this issue so it also um happens in some other um chats among the, the good pedophiles, there's um, the other pedophiles who are really very uh, strict with this mm. issue. So they don't want to be called good pedophiles. They want to be just called pedophiles. It's uh, not that important. But I mean, um, just if you know, well, he's a good pedophile and he does not offend anyone. It's okay. Yeah. And what about then? This is something I have to ask you because you've not offended with children but what about uh, and i think everyone will be, will be wondering this listening what about uh, child sexual abuse material no neither i mean um it's it's also because you're um indirectly helping other pedophiles to get money so they have a reason to keep offending children um, that's also why I'm strictly against child uh, abuse material. But you must be tempted sometimes, let's say, if you've had a few beers and it's late at night, you know? Yes, of course. I mean, um, it's always difficult because there's the normal porn you can watch everywhere. Um, but, I mean, then there's the, the child um, porn and you can't watch it anywhere. And that's uh, it's kind of also a thrill. But you, you've never tried? No, I've never tried. I mean, I was quite um, a few moments. I was uh, downloading also the the Tor browser. That's the secret, the secret browser. Yes, all right, Tor. Yes. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I didn't because um, if someone would know or would discover that um, I really um, watch child porn, I mean, I'm still young and I would live my entire life with this issue and um so my entire um personal um uh, relationships yeah would um also maybe get this trot it could be a big story as well because this uh i think i mean one of the reasons i wanted to talk to you is because you are so different to the typical pedophile that somebody can interview or or find in a community because often they tend to be a lot older, the ones, especially the ones who are willing to do an interview because they feel a little bit like they've already lived their lives. 
Whereas an 18 year old or 19 year old uh, feels like they have a lot more to risk. Um, so, so that's quite extraordinary. And I imagine, yeah, if you were caught looking at child pornography or something, uh, being so young and being the head boy of your school and everything, I think that would be a really big story. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. So are you able to enjoy adult pornography? Um, that's a good question indeed. Um, <laughs> um, um, there, there were also some stages in my life. I mean, when I was younger, I enjoyed watching gay porn. Okay. Also, um, twink porn. So, um, you know what a twink is? No. A twink is kind of, um, he's already over 18, but he, um, still looks a little bit younger. So maybe, um, 15, 16, okay. kind of this. Okay. And um, twinks also really tend to shave their body hair. Right. Um, and that made it um, also a little bit of, um, uh, it made it interesting to see, um, to watch. And then later on, I also enjoyed watching a normal porn, but just because of the, um, the guy penetrating the woman because of the penis penetrating all the time. Yeah. And now um, there's an, in, an an interesting turn in my life because um, I am starting to enjoy also the body of of women. You know, oh. so just just the uh, the vagina or yeah. how it is called vagina it? vagina yes yeah ah, vagina <laughs> <laughs> um, and. So um, I really like to um, to watch close-ups, so where you really see everything very close, huh. and also some some um, close-up cum shots and cream pies, for example. Right. And it's yeah, it's interesting because I, I really didn't think that it would happen, but um, I just have to tell tell you that the. Um, the the sexual fantasies and um, imagination of, of sex with with children is much more interesting than mm. um, seeing and watching these uh, close-ups. I think um, from what I've researched, I mean the the difference between being an exclusive pedophile and a non-exclusive pedophile uh, is is very very important to the happiness and general condition of somebody's life i mean if you're an exclusive pedophile it means you can only get arousal from from children and if you're a non-exclusive yes. then i guess you can you can have that and maybe it's even stronger but you're able to have some attraction for an adult and able to live a normal life with that adult there's a school of thought uh, according to the in, not in germany but in britain they believe that pedophilia uh, there's a there's an organization called stop it now who believes that pedophilia is not a sexuality they think that it mm -hmm. is uh, something that can be cured. Ah, uh, an illness. Yes. Is that offensive to you? Mm, it's it's indifferent to me. I mean, yeah. it's everyone can think what uh, he, he or she wanna wanna think. I mean, it's not. I know what I am, and um, it's not. Nah, it's not. Mm. It's not really offensive. They say I spoke to their director that it can be helped or cured or whatever, and that uh, one of the ways is teaching people to enjoy climaxing to you know adult pornography or something which sounds like you're already mm -hmm. doing that a little bit i mean so is there any hope for you that you would be or is there any desire for you to to be able to enjoy attraction to adults 
that's also a good question. I mean, um, I already told that I want to have um, three children yeah. later in my life because um, yes, children are also the meaning of my life. And um, as I said, I really enjoy being with them. And I also want to see my own child, uh, children growing up. The first step is finding a woman, you know, yeah. and um, being able to have sex with her. And I mean, that's currently the most um, difficult step in my life and also to do because, I mean, I'm mainly attracted to children and just a little bit, just a little, little bit to uh, women. So um, back to your question, mm. um, I would like to experience um, being able to um, having sex with a woman. And also um, being able to um, feel the the attraction to another woman, but however, I wanna I don't wanna be cured, just to say it in a way, mm -hmm. because we just talked about curing this um, condition. Yes, this condition in uh, in quotation marks. I'd like to experience both. So I just um, don't want to give up this um, sexual preference um, of children, you know, yeah. being attracted to children. Because it's always, it's already been a huge part of my life. And, and it, it made me also to um, the, the guy, the person I am right now. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of like becoming the person you are, I'm wondering, did a lot of the pedophiles I met had very very difficult childhoods um and there's there's a theory a school of thoughts that that can uh affect pedophilia uh that it can make your um attraction levels I, I i've heard that you know when you're 10 years old you are attracted to 10 year olds when you're 11 you're like 11 mm -hmm. year olds and sometimes that progression can be uh halted um often when something traumatic happens in your childhood was there anything like that, that that might have been a cause? No, no. Um, I can't prove this theory with my own experience because I really had um, a very happy childhood and my parents made everything in order to make my childhood happy and they really succeeded. Hmm. There were no experiences I can remember where there happens something bad or something that can um, or yeah, is maybe able to affect this progression. Wow. It just is what it is. Yes. It, huh. it, it just came to my life. <laughs> yeah. Just as a, as a gift from Santa Claus. <laughs> wow. Have you been going to therapy at all? No, I don't need it. I mean, I, when I um, was 15, 16 years old, I really had um, a lot of contact to other pedophiles through a chat, through a German chat. And mm -hmm. they really helped me because um, I knew, well, there are also other people like me outside, um, out there. And um, they're also feeling the same things I feel. I made also some, some uh, friendships there and... It was also, it was kind of the therapy I needed back then. It's just, yeah, it's remarkable how happy and in control you are uh, more than anybody I've spoken to, I think. Yes, it's, um, I mean, sometimes I really, 
um, think about this and um, I really also think, well, why am I the guy um, the, who um, became or who, who got this um, preference? Um, because stati statistically, there are uh, just maybe two or up to three percent um, mm -hmm. of pedophiles around the world, and um, still a lot of people. Yes, uh, if you if you keep thinking about it, so if you <laughs> two out of one hundred people are pedophiles, and you don't know yeah. because you or can't. men at least. Yes, man. So um, I don't know. I, I mean, there, it's also a very um, interesting thought because i mean a lot of people think that um pedophiles are just men but what if um also there's the same percentage of women pedophiles i mean um mm. because you do not associate women with being a pedophile and i met one what? i met i met one yeah, while researching this, I went to meet her. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, apparently, from what I can understand, it's uh, it's now thought that about one percent of men are pedophiles, exclusive pedophiles, but up to twenty one percent have some attraction to children. Mm -hmm. Just at least a little bit. Yeah, apparently, about you know twenty one out of a hundred men, uh, if being completely honest, would say that. Uh, mm -hmm. Although it doesn't necessarily affect their lives in any way, whereas one uh, percent are completely exclusive, like yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. With women, it's thought to be qu quite a bit lower, but it's still it's still there. It still exists. Yes, but I mean, um, so just just think about it. So a lot of women do work um, at elementary schools, for example, or as um, mm -hmm. a child take carers, or how do you call it? Um, yeah, child carers. Yeah, child carers. So um, maybe they're also um, attracted to children, but maybe they think it's kind of the, the maternal um, attraction you feel. There was a statistic I saw as well that showed that male pedophiles uh, have a stronger sense of empathy towards children um, than, than non-pedophiles. So there might also be some sort of confusion or combination of a paternal feeling with the sexual feelings mm, yes that might be possible but um, i think it's more the case at a uh, woman maybe if, if it's if it might be true hmm. and so do you have uh friendly relationships with a lot of children at school yes <laughs> and i really i really love it and um i'm i'm also proud of it because um i mean it's not very easy to um, to build a friendship with um, a child. I know if you're already older. So um, the people, I mean, first the child will also think, so hell, what the fuck? Why is he talking to me? You know? Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, also your friends. So your um, the, the friends your age, they also maybe um, think, why the fuck is he talking to children? You know? And yeah. um, so I'm trying to imagine you at school, uh, your friends and other people watching you and you're always talking to the children. Yes. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of like that. I mean, they see it, by, but they do not um, think about uh, maybe me being a pedo. Would it not be easier to stay away and then there's no temptation at least? Stay away from the children, you mean? 
or yeah nah it's it's difficult it's more difficult i mean temptation for what to i don't know to sexualize them i mean i i also do sexualize them but not in the in this this hardcore way i mean um i see a child um if um i mean a boy because i'm a homo pedophile so if i really like him so um i try to talk to him and so then there are two components there's the the friendship which i really enjoy and i enjoy being around children just because of the way they uh, how they are you know um yeah their um their um character traits and everything and then there's also the sexual component because i mean uh, he's very attractive to me and that's also why um it it wouldn't be easier um to stay away from them because then i also would be uh, uh, more likely to um to do something bad because i do not have this concept. but that sounds a bit like a cognitive bias be- uh, of yours because you're saying if i'm away from them i might be more likely to hurt them or something and if i'm closer to them then i'm less likely to hurt them and do you see what i mean it feels like maybe you've told yourself that is that fair to to suggest well um i don't think so because um if you as i already told if i'm in contact with children um i enjoy um the um, this this moment and if i'm away from them i mean i also um get a little bit depressed you know so um and that's why maybe then um i would be more likely to to harm a child so but yeah but if you're not near the child then you can't harm yeah, the child yeah yes that's also right i mean it's it's very difficult to explain it's just um yeah. uh, a hypothetical case yeah i suppose the other moral issue is something you pointed out yourself which is that if you had children you wouldn't be comfortable with them hanging around with the pedophile that they you know unless they really really trusted that that person um and and but you are hanging out with other people's children so i guess that's the moral is that a moral <laughs> issue uh, you, you understand what i'm saying yes it's it's um um kind of a, a bipolar or how do how do i call it a, a, a paradox yes a paradox yes yes mm, yeah it's very complicated mm, yes. um and i suppose most of the listeners will be thinking I guess, well, 1% of the listeners will be thinking that they have the same thoughts as you. Many others will be understanding what you're saying. And then some will be thinking, yes, but he shouldn't be trying so hard to be around children all the time. That's that's the, what the problem yeah. is. I mean, um, maybe to those listeners, um, um, the children also, they, they really um, enjoy also um, talking to me and being or hanging around with me and I'm also kind of a role model for them because um, I'm also good at school and I mean I'm, I'm a very friendly person um, I always I'm always um, I'm also always friendly to them and I really see uh, children as fully human so um, as a, a few as a fully human fully human being and you need to treat them like any other people. So yeah, but that can be dangerous as well. Treating children 
as though they were adults because the um, and you've said yourself that it's any any sexual contact could harm them for, oh, for yes, life. Oh yes, but um I I do separate this. So um the sexual way is another completely thing and regarding mm. the sexual um component I do not treat them obviously as an adult because um it's not the way it is. I mean that they're still children. But I mean, mm. when, when I'm talking to them and when I'm um, just, yes, interacting with them. So um, I'm not mean to them, for example. So other people are mean to children, for example, especially yeah. um, um, people my age, you know. And that's how also the children um, um, profit from this relationship. I suppose you're going, you, you, when you leave school, you will want to find a way to be near children. Do you have plans for that kind of what kind of what kind of work plans do you have? Mm, well, I still don't know what I'm gonna do. The contact to children will always be there. Some ideas could be, for example, um, um, being a voluntary at some uh, schools or um, just helping out with with homeworks or um, helping out at a local football team, uh, things like that. A lot of the paedophiles I've met have been so obsessed with paedophilia that they have few other interests in their lives. Not all of them, but some people have. Is that the case with you or are you, or do you have a lot of active hobbies and other ambitions? I mean, uh, paedophilia plays a huge role in my life and it influenced the way I am. But I really do have a lot more uh, other hobbies, really. And I also also have really some other ambitions so i want to um, earn a lot of money um, and i also want to develop myself and become every day a really better person and i also want to do something for the environment so because um I, I really like nature also and i constantly i'm trying to educate myself a little bit more just to outgrow my comfort zone I have to confess that I like Silas and can see why he was voted head boy by his peers. I'll never be able to get used to the way he talks about children, but appreciate he was honest with me about his innermost thoughts. Cognitive bias is a key theme talked about by doctors dealing with paedophiles. It's been found that these people have significantly higher levels of empathy towards children than non-paedophiles do. It means most of them, psychopaths apart, would never want to hurt a child. But the mind is able to concoct stories leading many paedophiles to convince themselves that abuse won't hurt children or that the child wants the attention. Silas is fortunately aware of the harm any abuse causes, but perhaps he uses cognitive bias to convince himself that it's better for everyone that he keep children around him. If you enjoyed this podcast, all I want is for you to like and review it. Apparently that helps, although I'm not sure exactly why or how. Oh, and share it around. Hopefully the subject matter of this episode won't lose you too many friends. Join me next week for a podcast with Robbie Lyle, the charismatic presenter of Arsenal Fan TV. I'm not an Arsenal fan, but I find Robbie and his life story fascinating. Among other things, we'll talk about abuse he's received on his way to astronomical success.